God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. I didn't do a podcast last weekend because I was busy presenting my wood sculpture artwork at the Fall Beverly Hills Art Show. To be in the art show, I had to send eight pictures of recent artwork made within the last four years to be judged by a jury of professional artists. The judges look at each piece and also the collection of pieces to determine whether or not my work is worthy to be in the show. The judges are looking for originality and quality of workmanship to name but a few of the requirements for acceptance. These are the requirements for an art show. When you think about your life and what you have accomplished, how would your life be judged? How do you think God feels when he looks at your life? Do you think he smiles or frowns? Do you feel that if you presented yourself before him, you might be rejected? What makes us worthy to receive his blessings and love and be within his presence? I'm glad you asked that, because today's episode will give the answers. Give a listen. There are many things we do in life to be accepted in our society. If we want to fit in, there are certain actions we will take. They can range from the very mundane, like personal hygiene and clean clothes, to the acceptance of other people's opinions and values, and the rejection of our own values. People will do crazy things to be in the in-crowd. People also do crazy things that religion has told them to do to stand before God. But the truth is, His love has made me worthy. I am God's beloved child. He's so happy he wears a smile. By the work of Jesus I was reconciled. In God's eyes, I am undefiled. Never could I wash myself fully clean. It was he that dropped my sins at the bottom of the sea and threw them as far as the east is from the west. His love has made me worthy. To be before his holy presence is his gift. Quickened and raised, he gave us a lift. Never again to endure between us a rift, knowing the love from his heart, I will not drift. Never could I wash myself fully clean. It was he that dropped my sins at the bottom of the sea, and threw them as far as the east is from the west. His love has made me worthy. By the precious blood of Jesus' Son, the victory over sin has been won. The work for my salvation has been done. Into his arms I am worthy to run. Never could I wash myself fully clean. It was he that dropped my sins at the bottom of the sea, and threw them as far as the east is from the west. His love has made me worthy. Religion can pile up on us worldly rules and regulations that we must do to be found worthy of God's love and blessing and presence. But let's look at the truth of the matter. Think about it. God was the one that created the heavens and the earth so that man could have a place to live and be able to exist so that God could shower his love upon us. Remember, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that 
Whosoever believeth should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why did God want us to have everlasting life? Because he wanted to hang out with us for all eternity. He wanted to share his love with us. God instigated everything. We love because he first loved us. Knowing these things puts us in the right mindset to realize it's not about our works, but the works of God and his Son. Through their work, we have been reconciled. Let's look at some of the details. Romans chapter 5, verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Through Adam's disobedience we were made sinners. Thus we were defective and not worthy to come into the presence of God. But when Jesus gave his life as the payment for sin, he made us righteous. To be righteous is to be in right standing. To be righteous means there are no criminal charges against us. We stand before the judge and he smiles at us. You're free to go. Though the devil constantly tries to accuse and indict us before God, the blood of Jesus washes all our sin away and we stand worthy before God. Remember from Isaiah 53 that the Lord has laid upon the Messiah, upon Jesus, the iniquity of us all? The Lord was pleased by the sacrifice of Jesus, and therefore all judgment has been done upon Jesus, and we now bear his righteousness and holiness. Consider what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who know no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus Christ was made to be sin or a sin sacrifice in our place. We were the ones worthy to die, but he took our punishment upon himself so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we are worthy to live eternally with God. Adam made us sinners, but Jesus has made us saints. You are now one of heaven's holy ones. Memorize this next verse. It is the basis of your identity. Matthew chapter 3, verse 17. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. If you listen to very many of my podcasts, you will finally be getting the idea that this is the core element of your identity. You are God's beloved child in whom he is well pleased. I said this very recently in another podcast that Jesus hadn't worked one miracle, taught one sermon, or given one parable, yet God was pleased with Jesus. Why? Because he was his child. God is pleased with you because you accepted the invitation to become his son or daughter. He smiles down upon you in this very moment, not because of your good works, but because of his own love for you. The Apostle Paul, when his name was still Saul, and had not yet met Jesus on the road to Damascus, used to imprison Christians and cause them to be put to death. He describes himself as the chief sinner in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, 
that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Did you get that? Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, not condemn us. Do you judge yourself harshly? Paul was a murderer, and yet he came to understand the greatness of God's grace and mercy upon his life and didn't wallow in his past. He goes on to say in verse 16, Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. If Paul could obtain mercy as the chief sinner, how harshly will God judge you? Oh, wait. He's already judged you in Christ and approved you so that he says you are accepted in the beloved in Christ. Jesus Christ took your sins upon himself to make you righteous and worthy to be seated at the right hand of God. I think God likes you. In truth, he is madly in love with you. According to Romans 8.29, he predestinated you to be conformed to the image of his Son. His thoughts towards you are to work with and in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure, to the point that you bear the image of Jesus. God is for you, not against you. If you haven't already memorized this verse, do yourself a favor and do so. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Other translations render the end of the verse to give you a future and a hope. If he's thinking thoughts of peace towards you, perhaps you should join with him and think peaceful thoughts about yourself. He wants to have a relationship with you as a loving father. He sent Jesus to introduce us to him. Jesus is the way to the father. He is the truth of the father and he is the life of the father and he is in us. When the father looks our way, he sees Jesus within us. What do you see within yourself? We are called to become mature children. He calls us to himself through his love and goodness. Romans 2.4 tells us that his goodness leads us to repentance, repentance being a turning back to him. It's not an issue of your perfection, but of your faithful and diligent approach to him. Isaiah 53 says in verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. God called you to be his before the foundation of the world, according to Ephesians chapter 1. He has no illusions of our perfection or our maturity. He's known everything about us before he made anything of the heavens and the earth. He knew we would go astray, but he still sent Jesus to call us to him, to give us the invitation to become his children. He longs for our fellowship, even at our lowest moments, or should I say, especially at our lowest moments, we need to turn to him knowing that his goodness awaits us. The last line of the most popular psalm in the Bible 
tells us that his mercy and goodness shall follow us all the days of our lives. Slow down and let it catch you. Slow down in your heart and mind and bask in that mercy and goodness, knowing that it is his love that makes you worthy. The law was abolished or fulfilled in the sacrifice of Jesus. The law required obedience. Disobedience required punishment. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace enables obedience, and mercy saves us from punishment. Grace is not a license to sin, but the ability to always turn back to God to receive his mercy and start again anew. Your standing as a child always allows you to approach your Heavenly Father. Though your state may fluctuate and you might stray, you can make the choice to return and come back in his presence because his love makes you worthy. Never could I wash myself fully clean. It was he that dropped my sins at the bottom of the sea and threw them as far as the east is from the west. His love has made me worthy. We need to get our eyes off ourselves and onto the love of the Father. We need to remember all that Jesus did for us to bring us into the presence of the Father. Religion makes us focus upon what we do. The truth tells us what Jesus did. The truth tells us of the love of the Father for us. Lies and accusations endeavor to separate us from our loving Father. Our Father may be at times disappointed, but his love never fails. His love never fails. His love for us never fails. You are his child, not by accident, but because he chose you, and he doesn't make mistakes. Stop trying to become good enough and realize Jesus perfected you. You are cleansed by his blood, and the love of God, your Father, has made you worthy. I look forward to chatting with you on my Facebook page yesterday ended or via email at dmdobbin at sbcglobal.net. Blessings be with you. Have a great day.